Now we are. Noise. Welcome to Pod Heaven. I forgot where the camera was for a second. <laughs> Episode five. Here we go. Halfway to ten. Halfway to ten. <laughs> Damn, who made that beat? He must be some sort of genius. So I set some goals this week. Did you? I did. Nice. Uh, one of them was to get four pieces of content out nice. on social media. Okay. And one of them was episode four of the podcast. Nice. Which was last week. So, dang, we had some problems with the audio on that one. <laughs> but we're back this week. We're back. We're in full swing. It's good. Everything's everything's firing on all cylinders. Tweak that what needs to be tweaked. That's right. Yeah. So that was one of my goals this week. And then nice. the other one was I uh, was supposed to work out five days. Oh, yeah. But I only hit four. That's still pretty good. Yeah. So you, you get like a little upper, lower split going on? Yeah. So I got a little, little bit of back, a little bit of arms, a little bit of legs. And we just did some chest today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that was fun. Doing a little bit of a pre-pod lift. Yeah, nothing, that's good. Nothing wakes up the mind quite like a bench press or a squat. No, dude, it's it's you know, it's coming in here and, and getting everything situated. It's yeah. nice to have that little reset before we turn the mics on. Exactly, exactly. I was you got really good bench press form, bro. Thanks. Yeah, like you've been you've you've gotten some good advice. Yeah, from yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, I learned everything from you. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> I thought you said Joel taught you that. Yeah, well, uh, Joel taught me how to drive with my legs. Yeah, um, use leg power, man. Uh-huh. Uh, we were talking about it earlier. How you know you, you push your back against the the high part of the bench, mm-hmm. and you push down into the ground with your legs, and that that really pushes your back against the bench, but also the bar holds you down there. Yep. Cause you got weight on there. Yeah. And then, you know, just coming back here to a little bit more than a 45 degree angle. Yeah. And, then, you know, it's, it's interesting because most people think that like when you, cause you know, when you do powerlifting, right. The sport of powerlifting, it's bench press, it's squat as deadlift. Yeah. And it's, it's not like they just thought of, Oh, here's our, here's our uh, deadlift using hips and mm-hmm. back and core and you're using like all of the body and then you got your squat which is you know legs hips core back again uh-huh. and then oh let's just you know throw the bench press in there for you know giggles yeah you know but it's, it's like just a chest workout right yeah it's just for the chest right but we need some upper body thing in there so let's just throw it in there with the rest of them no if you do a bench press correct like the way that austin was explaining here of you know getting your scapula tight, pinned down. Don't let your shoulders move. Um, getting a nice curve in your low back, driving with your legs and picking your hips up just a little bit, not a lot. 
um, mm. up off the bench um, and just driving your shoulders and your shoulder blades down into the bench. Yeah. And then that really just connects the upper body to the lower body, which is then connecting into the ground, which is where you get your source of power, right? You're pressing into the ground uh-huh. and you're using your core to connect your legs to your upper body. Now you're using the whole body, you know, to do this lift that most people can just use as like a chest workout. And I would even argue that if you're not doing that, driving with your legs and pressing your shoulders and locking your shoulders down, you're probably just getting a glorified shoulder and chest uh, tricep workout at that mm-hmm. point. Your chest is not quite as engaged as it could have been. Hmm. So. Yeah, I got to get the core locked down. Got to get all those other things in place. Yep. You know, you should kind of probably be sore a little bit everywhere after chest day if you're doing some heavy bench, right? Uh, I wouldn't say that your legs should be sore from doing a heavy bench. Maybe if you haven't done it in a while. Yeah, maybe if you haven't done it in a while. Your core might be a little tight, a little worked, but you should definitely feel it mostly in like your shoulders, your chest, and your back even. Yeah. Yeah. So... Hmm. So did you set goals this week? Yes, I did. I was trying to get to the point where, uh, yeah, my goal this week was basically just trying to get a solid um, kind of marketing plan in place for just my business and this podcast in general, right? Just trying to figure that out because I think that I've got a a pretty good concept of where I want to go with this fitness thing, but... This marketing thing is like another language to me, man. It's weird. Yeah, I don't I don't have any I didn't until a couple weeks ago, didn't really have any like solid plan in place. So yeah. Just trying to get that into place, trying to get that to the a point where I actually feel good about what I'm what we're doing. Yeah. You know? So feel confident about yeah. your skills in marketing. Exactly. You're taking some classes, right? Yeah, I downloaded a few classes online. Um just some other things of how to use social media, mm. how to use YouTube, Facebook, using kind of live those because the, they all have that live option that you can oh, yeah. do. Um, how to use that to get clients. You know, That's good. How to grow your brand through just live live videos. Yeah, we just had a FaceTime call the other day and talked about some of that stuff. It sounds like yeah, you're learning a lot. Yeah, and it's pretty cool when you here's here's something that you can that I would notice that like I've, I've gone through two different sources and they basically said the same, same thing, hmm. not like the exact same. Cause one's using, uh, live videos to market. And another one is using like a website and, um, co- and like content that you've created to build your brand. Hmm. Right. Um, so they're completely different, but they basically said the same stuff statistics and like here's how here's a couple of different ways because like one person they say that like one person is ready to buy now like there's one person out there saying um go on google buying personal trainer and blah 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 you know yeah who's like actually serious yeah who's ready to go and they see you and they read your bio and they they've done their research and boom i'm ready to buy you know there's not too many no there's like one percent of the people of the people that come through and the other 99 percent is just people like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, but those one percent, you know, one percent of seven million is bigger than one percent of one million. Exactly. I'm pretty good at math. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And exactly. so you know, there's one million people that'll hit your website, uh-huh. 
but there's 7 million people that will hit social media, mm-hmm. you know? And so what, 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 what are you pulling 1% from? Yes. Are you pulling 1% of 10? The fucking newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or social media, or like yeah, exactly. social media is huge movement. Exactly. So 1% could, yeah, that is, that is true. That is a good, a good point that 1% can mean a lot, you know, depending on, you know, what's your poll coming from. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's also just how to keep that other 99% around until they're ready to buy. Sure. Right. Just how to keep them around, keep them interested. So yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm really new to all this social media stuff too, man. But you know, we had one, we've so far, we've had one podcast that was that they had like a really tragic Ugh. problem. Yeah. You know, last week, episode four Yep, with the audio, but you got, you got it pretty doctored up though. I'm pretty sure you got, yeah. Yeah. It'll be listenable. Yeah. I know Gary V has lots of podcasts where, you know, he just takes the audio from his iPhone videos, throws it up on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, well, it's funny cause I'll, I'll be listening to his podcast and then go, wait a minute. I feel like I saw this in the vlog. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I did. It's the same audio from the vlog. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And you can, iPhones have come, or phones in general, I should say, have come a long way and they've gotten, you know, pretty, some pretty good audio and cameras and stuff on them too. Yeah. Push the cameras. Yeah, definitely. Lots of people are just recording videos with their iPhone headphones. Yeah. Like doing podcasts with that mic. That's a great mic on a, on a, on a set of Apple headphones. Yeah. With just like the little clicker button on the right wire. Yeah. It's a good mic. It's better than nothing. Plus you can go out and get those little lapel mics. Like my last phone, um, I it got covered in lint or something. So the, the speaker was not, the, re, the recording mic on the phone wasn't that great. It was constantly yeah. cutting out. And uh, so I just got a little lapel mic. Uh-huh. I was just, I spent like $15 on this thing. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't want to spend a lot on this. Even just getting a little lapel mic like that was Huge, huge, huh? yeah, yeah. It was. I was like really surprised. I plugged it in and did a test, and I was like, "Whoa, I should have done this a long time ago." <laughs> yeah, you know, you if know? you're if you're willing to spend a couple bucks, there's some there's a bunch of small things you can do to get your your to to get a leg up on on some people. Because let's be honest, like there's tons of musicians on Instagram, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of the reason why people don't start. Like I have a buddy who works in film and he I, I'm trying to tell him, dude, you need to get on social media. And he's he's saying, Well, I'm a I'm a videographer. Like I can't benefit from social media like uh, you musicians can. Hmm. Yes, you can. Yeah. Like you just were talking about a guy, a dentist. Yeah. A dentist. Who's doing his business on social media now or trying, right? Yeah, exactly. It's it's no different than what it used to be with TV. You know, um, you know, it used to be that families would sit down after dinner mm. and they would watch TV. And yeah. then in between their regular scheduled programming, there would be um, commercials. Yeah. You know, and it didn't matter who it was. It could have been a plumber. It could have been a person selling carpet, vacuum cleaners, whatever. Sure. You know, they were all there and just kind of like getting, um, getting their, you know, couple seconds of airtime, you know, and now it's it's no it's no different. People just move from a big screen to a little screen that's in their pocket. Yeah, you know. And um, now with algorithms and stuff, 
it's even better because before it was like you're watching PBS and um, <laughs> they just hope that, you know, the right person was watching the that at that specific time. And yeah. now with all the algorithms and all the different things that the, these, these ad companies come up with, yes, um, they actually can now target specific pockets of people, yes. you know, and it's even more beneficial to Absolutely. be on these things. So it doesn't matter who you are. It could be a dentist. It could be a musician. It could be a personal trainer. It could be what videography. Is what yeah, videography. yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. So. Dude, that's so huge. What you just said, you know, there's specific there, you know, you can spend $15 on a Facebook ad and then, and a Facebook ad can be anything. It can be a tech, it can be a post, just like a text post yep. that you can, you know, get in front of people. You can use Facebook ads to get it in front of people. It could be a video. It could be a commercial for your YouTube channel. Yep. You know, and people, it, when you say stuff like that to, to people who maybe are used to TV commercials or who are kind of out of the times, you know, they, they go, what do you mean a, a commercial for your YouTube channel? Like you have to, you, yeah. you, are the marketing company uh-huh. on all these social media platforms and you have to figure out how to get it in front of people. So I can hashtag music producer, you know, and then people on Instagram can search the hashtag music producer and all the posts that everybody who has posted with that hashtag yeah. will be in that category and they can view it all in one little mm-hmm. nice thing. And by the way, Instagram records that search yep. and says, this guy searched for music. I'm going to send him more music stuff. Yeah. So now on your ads, you start seeing music pop up. Mm-hmm. Dude, I swear, I, I'll have a conversation. I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but I'll have yeah. a conversation with somebody about a song. Yep. And then I'll hear that song come on my Spotify shuffle, or I'll see it in an ad, or I'll talk with somebody about this product that I love. And then I'll go see the ad for that product like two seconds later when I open up my phone. So not only are our, our, our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, this is all in their in their terms and conditions, by the way. Yes, it's very Because we all read those, right? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> they could say, we take 10% of your bank account. Nobody would know. <laughs> you know? They'd have Jeez. no clue, man. No, dude, you're onto something, though, with that. Though I've heard of other people saying that. Like, I had a conversation with this other person. The people around me, we're searching it, mm-hmm. but I never searched it. And also it starts popping up in my search feeds. Yeah. You know, I think it has something to do with um, like your IP address. Your IP address. Yeah. Cause like I'm, I'll be getting, sure. I'll just be on like YouTube or something. And then I'll start getting videos for like, like computers and car stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I've never looked at this stuff, but I know my roommate does. Yeah. He's constantly looking up, you know, computer stuff, yeah, and car stuff, and now all of a sudden, saying I'm on the same IP address, it starts sending me that stuff too. Yeah, dude, it's weird. The IP address could, is is probably where they pull a lot of data from. Yeah, you know, because you know you've got TVs and big screens that multiple people in households are watching. You know, so I'm sure they have methods of you know, marketing household products to those groups of people. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's getting crazy. Yeah. How I think the mics in our phones yeah. are <laughs> listening for certain words. Yeah. You know, I'll bet. I'll I've bet. heard about the people telling, people have told me that the government 
monitor people's phones and they, they listen for, there's like a list of words that they listen for. They monitor every phone call and, you know, whatever they can. And then they listen for words like bomb yep. and terrorist and, you know. Oh, that's what they say they're listening for. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, yeah, you know how every, I can't remember how however many set of years, I don't know if you know about this, but I'm not exactly sure what this is all about because I'm not into politics. I'm sorry if I butcher this, but <laughs> after a certain amount of time. You're in of, good company. <laughs> After a certain amount of time of something being like top secret or redacted, I think it's like twenty or fifteen years, something like that. They have they have in all the stuff that's like classified, they have to release X amount of classified files to the public knowledge, just so that's a law. Yeah, I think that's part of like the Constitution or something. I, you think? I think okay. I don't know, <laughs> but I've heard, I heard it on a uh, another podcast. And uh, this is what they were talking about, that they have to release, you know, um, you know, the, the redacted files everyone wants to become public knowledge. And um, there's some pretty messed up crap on that. Like what? <laughs> like stuff that we've done in the wars. And, uh, you know, like um, at one point, I guess we were experimenting with some sort of mosquito to potentially infect it with a virus and then or rats or something and release the rats into our enemy's territory to bio uh, artificially create a bioplague, <laughs> something like that. It never actually happened. I don't think that just did. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's called, 2020, corona. it's called coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> we said we weren't going to talk about the coronavirus. Anymore. Yeah. Well, there it is. Who knows? Dude, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I used to think a lot about conspiracy theories and what's going on in the government. And what I've realized is that nothing else matters to me as long as I can make music, as long as I can continue to work on my goals. I don't care who's listening. I don't care who who wants to kill me. I'm here right now and I'm blessed and I'm happy about that. And I'm going to make the most of it. This is a song I made a long time ago called Abu. This was a long time ago? Yeah, this is one of, this is the second or third EDM track I ever made. Oh wow. It's got some samples from Aladdin in it. The, the teeth the teeth in there that's good the teeth <laughs> that's so funny that you say the teeth yeah because that's what it is right you yeah it is a smile it's the <laughs> scene from Aladdin where he says you've heard of the golden rule haven't you whoever has the gold makes the rules yeah. and then he laughs and he wheezes and he shows his teeth and yeah. one of them falls out or something yeah dude yeah <laughs> such a good movie bro <laughs> yeah dude oh <sighs> That was a, that was a whole lot of fun making that. You know, I, I don't I don't do too much of the EDM anymore, but it's kind of funny because you know I just put out a song on all platforms, my first single that I ever did that with. Put it out on all platforms on Spotify. Cognitive distortions kind of took a different direction with that song than I did than what I was doing before. 
the whole reason I started making EDM was because uh, I just didn't have any musicians to record with. Yeah. You know, so I had to take some digital synthesizers and take some digital instruments and pretend those were my musicians. And I just tell them what to play, you know, because I feel like most bands that are really, really good that I really enjoy are bands like Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. Or I don't know if Green Day was the same way, but Breaking Benjamin, you know, Ben Burnley is the lead singer and he plays some guitar and stuff too. But he's the band leader. He writes all the parts, Yep. you know, and gives them to all the people, yeah. the, his bandmates. It says, you play this, you play this, you play this. And that's how they roll because they're good studio musicians and that's all they want to be. Yep. You know, down the road, you know, if you're going to operate that way, you run the risk of those guys deciding that they want to be in front. Yeah. You know, and they want it, They want their ideas to be implemented and they want... You never yeah. run into that problem with the digital synthesizer. No, you don't. You don't. So yeah. that's why that's how I started making EDM. And I think I nailed it like the first few tracks. And then I think everything I did after that in EDM was experimental. And I just tried to do a bunch of shit that I wasn't like ex- experienced in. And I should have just stuck with like the couple, you know, the same creative process that I used for the first couple tracks that I made in EDM because, you know, it worked really well with yeah. that one, with that boo, with a song called Fearless. Um, those are the only two that I can remember right now that mm. that uh, were good. But, you know, I I got into DJing uh, with All Request Live, um, which is another company that Dave owns, my boss from Bent Beat. It's the record right. label that yeah, I work yeah, for. Yeah. So we got Bent Beat, the record label, and we got All Request Live, which is the DJ company. And that's where, you know, this summer we're not because of the C word, coronavirus. Yeah. But usually every summer I'm DJing every weekend yeah. at, a, at a wedding, at a birthday party. That's crazy. You know, so, uh, June, like April, May, June, July, and August, mm-hmm. like the first half of August bet every weekend I'm going to be doing at least one gig at a wedding, you know, but anything, then after that, it starts to become like birthday parties and, you know, dances, like school dances and stuff. Yo, so you do a lot of the the shows and the gigs and stuff like that. What was kind of a crazy thing that had happened, like a crazy story of what what happened? Like, like what what are some crazy stuff that's going on? It does get crazy when I'm DJing. Um, <laughs> I uh, this one time I did this wedding, and it's this place called the Troutdale House. Maybe I shouldn't talk about the venue, but <laughs> <laughs> the venue's great. I love those people, man. Like they're cheap, so they get a lot of couples in there who are just trying to save money, trying to get the wedding over with. You know, okay. so it gets hectic. Yeah at that venue sometimes. And I kind of knew that going into this particular gig, but, uh, golly, I don't even remember how it started. I don't even know where to start with all this, but I'm having a good time. Just start at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was having a good time at this wedding. You know, I'd been to the venue before I, uh, you know, shook some people's hands and they had good food lots of alcohol. They had lots of wine, you know, and, once everybody started to get really, really drunk, I kind of sobered up 
and realized that this could get out of hand pretty quickly, you know, because there's some people being reckless. There's people kind of stumbling and falling over. Like, you know, I can hear people yelling outside, like just goofing off and laughing. Yeah. But, you know, once when tempers are, when emotions are high, you know, something <laughs> can logic go is low. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and so they're doing toasts. And the microphone comes to this one guy. He gives his toast and he drops the mic. Mm. My mic. Dave's mic. Yeah. Right? All request lives microphone. Yes. They're they're nice wireless microphones. And so I I walked over there quickly but calmly. And I grabbed the mic off the floor and I walked back to my table. And before I know it, the bride's standing there screaming at me. Going, you ruined my wedding. We weren't done giving toasts. We want the microphone back. And I was like, I just sat there for a good like two minutes, minute and a half to two minutes. And by this time, a couple more people had come over to my table to see what was going on. And this bride is just livid, just screaming at me. <laughs> and I'm just standing there with the microphone behind my back, just taking it. Because I've dealt with plenty of, plenty of bridezillas by this point. Bridezillas. <laughs> and good grief. She would not shut up. <sighs> and I just said, I'm sorry, you know. And if, if anybody else would like to make a toast, they can do it right here next to me by my table. And she just goes, fuck you. Oh my gosh. And she's like, you ruined my wedding. Uh, and then the groom comes over and now he's of pissed. Course. And then he starts telling me like, you suck at this. You're a terrible DJ. You're uh, never going to make a career out of this. And I'm just sitting there like. It's because you're protecting your equipment. <laughs> And he goes, how long have you been doing this? And I go, every summer, every weekend for the last five years. And he goes, yeah, well, you suck at it. Like, that's what you think. (laughs) I was pissed, dude. But I held it in. I kept my cool. And that's what I'm most proud of. And that's what proved that I am going to do this for the rest of my life. And I am going to do it successfully. Yeah. Because I kept my cool. And they went on our our page and they trashed us. And Dave called the venue. And the venue had great things to say about me. And they said, Austin was awesome. They said, Austin was great. You know, that he did a great job. Everybody was trash drunk. Like people were doing drugs in the basement. Like, oh gosh, it was terrible. That, that, that couple was a nightmare for uh, us and that venue. Okay. Well, good. Somebody had your back. Yeah, dude. Dave, Dave's always got my back, man. He's uh, always there. The venue too. Apparently. The venue too, man. Yeah. And you know, by the time I left there, I left early and I decided yeah. I'm not going to take this from you people anymore. You know, I'm doing my best to help you and you're spitting in my face. Yeah. I'm out of here. And I didn't know if that was the best decision at the time, but Dave told me the next morning that I made the right decision. Yes. You know, and as I was on my way out, they're yelling at me, hurling insults at me and telling me I'm a failure. And, and wow. he goes, look, you can't even carry your gear. He goes, I bet you couldn't curl that speaker. And I curled the speaker, <laughs> which I should not have done. That was, that, that was where my attitude got to me. That was where my I lost control of my ego, but well, I curled I mean, the speaker. He's like, I bet you can't do it twice. So I curled it again. He's like, I bet you can't do it three times. So I was like, three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had a little bit of room there to like, you know, uh, you know, flex a little bit. You know, so. you put up with a lot of crap, bro. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that either, you know. <laughs> no, dude, it, it was it was a great story to tell and it really gave me a lot of faith in myself because I have blown up at people and I have gotten angry in the studio and I have gotten frustrated. Yeah. 
with people and I have let my temper, you know, hinder me in, in this a little bit. And so I have to, that's why I meditate every morning. That's why I try to eat healthy and work out, you know, take that aggression and use it in the right places, Mm. you know, let it out on the bench press, do what you got to do. Yeah. But just don't let it affect your work and don't, don't. Yeah. Cause think about what would happen if you would have blown up and actually like, you know, just let those people have it, you know, then when they go and they trash you and they tell you bad review, give you a bad review and all this stuff, right? Say you went off the handle and you gave them what was, you know, what they were asking for, you know, um, then they would actually have some ammunition against you. But because you reacted the way that you did, you stayed cool, you stayed calm, you didn't blow up, you were able to, you know, keep yourself contained. In a, yeah, contained. Um, now they have nothing against you. So when they did call, they say, he's the worst DJ ever. He sucks. He's terrible. He should never come back. You should fire him. Then I won. Yeah, you won because like what, what is Dave gonna do when he when he, he gets the all this the other side of the story from you know the venue? Yeah, and they say nothing but good things and they say terrible things about them. What if he would have come back and said, Yeah, he de- he turned around and he decked the groom in the face, <laughs> knocked him out cold. He's got he's missing two teeth now. He pulled out a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so no, they got nothing against you. They got no ammunition. Yeah, dude. Yeah. When I when I left, they they had all followed me out to my car, the groom and all the groomsmen, and they were just yelling at me through through my window, and they were filming too. They were film. I think they were just trying to get a reaction out of me so yeah. that they'd have something to say about yeah. me. And you know, I I started backing up slowly because they were like hitting my windows and stuff. This guy had rings on and stuff, and he's oh, like, geez. he looked like he'd been doing coke all night. Like one of the groomsmen, like he was just looking at me with these eyes, like he was just like trying to scare me, you know. And so I'm backing up, and and they're like, "We just got you on video. You just hit one of our groomsmen with your car." And they told everybody on the Facebook that I hit somebody with their car, and they posted the video. And Dave spent all morning, I'm pretty sure, just taking their post down, just taking it yeah. back down, taking it back down. <laughs> Gosh, that is so bad, dude. Some people. <laughs> Just willing to stoop so low. But you know what's great is one the bride, I think it was the bride's mom, actually. Oh. Or somebody who was related to the bride in a very close way. She she tipped me. Because okay. the bride's mom did not, by the way. <laughs> but she saw like what I was dealing with and what I was going through yeah. from the outside. Yeah. And she was like, This guy's doing great. Yeah. Like I'm gonna tip him. And yeah. she gave me 30 bucks. Nice. And then I think Dave gave me some extra money too. <laughs> just like, there you go. sorry, you had to deal with that. Like, yeah. There you go, man. <laughs> There's another one I did out in Otter Rock, dude. It's like out by the coast. And I think I've, no, I've only been out there once. I had to go back and pick up a mic stand that I left there. Mm. But uh, that that venue is beautiful, man. It was right up against the ocean. There's... A feet like a big field out back, you know, with this big peak that leads up to this place above the beach, and nice. they had a cello player and a guitar player That's that cool. I had to mic up for the yeah. ceremony and stuff, and and they and they had like a private room in that venue with just like couches and like some wine in it, 
and then they had like people were like hooking up in there. Oh jeez. There's like people smoking weed outside and it got crazy. But they were nice people. Yeah. You know, and actually that's funny because that was the next day. Oh that was the very next yeah. day. It was a Friday, Saturday weekend or a Saturday, Sunday. I can't remember. But redemption, dude. That's why I called that gig. Yeah. It was redemption Seriously. because I woke up that day like fuck. I don't want to do this. Like, I don't know about this, man. Yeah. Like, the, I've, I'd never had a wedding where I almost got jumped by six groomsmen. Yep. You know, and I was just like, I, I, I don't know if I can do this, but I called Dave, you know, and he was cool about everything. I'm pretty sure I actually forgot the lights when I when I went to that gig, and the, the, the lights are a $95 charge on the invoice. Oh, Okay. And it's a big ass venue, tons of people. Like you need the lights. Yeah, it's it's really important when when there's a lot of people. It makes a big difference. It makes people want to dance. Yeah, it makes them feel like they're in a club. And 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 so Dave drove to fucking Otter Rock and gave me the lights. I think that was like a twelve hundred dollar invoice. Yeah, that we gave to that people after my. I think it was like nine hundred, and then they 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 tip, they tipped me a lot. They gave me a big tip. Yeah, on that one. I don't know Dude. if it was three hundred, but that. I want to say something about that because that's good. That's why it's so incredible to practice mindfulness. And I know you mentioned a little bit that you wake up every day and you do meditation. Yeah. And another way to say that is mindfulness practice is, is just because what would have happened? Cause that was a, a re, you named, you, you called that show redemption Yeah, because of the day that you had before and how just messed up and screwed up it was. Yeah. If you, just imagine if you weren't mindful enough to realize how redemptive and how just, you know, amazing that second gig was. What if your what if your head was still stuck in the day before? Yeah. That second gig would have been terrible. You know, you would have forgotten the lights. And who knows? You might have just rage quit. Yeah. You know, but because you were mindful and because you were like there in the moment and you had some sort of mindfulness practice. Yeah. In in place, you were able to enjoy that enjoy that show. Yeah, and um, it sounds like it was pretty impactful too. It was, man. That, that you know, I got to this place where I just felt that feeling of like, this is where I'm meant to be. Yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. I know it. You know, because there's something that happens when I think there was like 150 people at that wedding. Mm. At Redemption, the Redemption gig. Yeah. And I played Don't Stop Believing by Journey because that's the white people song. (laughs) (laughs) I usually always close out with that one. And then I'll play Closing Time after that and turn it down a little bit and start breaking stuff down. But but to hear all those people sing that song and then they go, living in it. And then I turn it down right when they sing, lonely world. (laughs) So everybody just lolly well. <laughs> and that's all you hear. And I was just like, yes, man. I cried on the way home. Nice. Yeah, there, you, there fat, you go. Fat there tip you in go. my pocket. Just imagine if you would have still been stuck in the day before. Yeah. That would not have happened, dude. That's awesome. No. Yeah, that's those, are, those are some crazy stories, man. And it just shows you that just the contrast of any anything, you yeah. know, how there can be terrible days and there's great days. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it sucks, man, but it's just the reality of 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 things that of being disciplined. Yeah. Doing things over and over again, having that tortoise mentality. 
you know, as opposed to the hair mentality and, right. And, uh, you know, cause I, I set goals, like I, I had probably one or one bad day, bad day this week where, you know, I just didn't really feel like doing everything that was on my list. Didn't really feel like editing the podcast. Didn't really feel like, you know, recording another cover. Um, but once I saw that, once I saw the finished product of the cover, like with the, with the mixed audio behind my video yeah. and the tapestry and the lights and everything, like it was really cool. And it, t- and it took the first two covers that I did to get to the level that I needed to be to make a video of that quality, Yeah, you know, so I can see where I'm growing and like me and you were just talking about the social media side of things is, 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 is kind of not fun. Yeah. Some of it's fun. It can be fun. You know, once you once people start engaging and you start getting some feedback, but we've got five episodes and we've probably got five fans. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to our five fans. Shout out to our five fans. <laughs> Round of applause. Yes. Which button Round is it? of applause <laughs> for the fans. Yeah. Yo, question for you. What do you do? So you, 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 you come to this conclusion where that you wake up some days and you don't always feel like you want to do um, X yeah. thing, right? But you got to do it anyways. What are some things that you do to help you get just over past that little hump, you know, and to get moving, get start doing stuff? I think the number one thing is to not beat yourself up for feeling that way, you know, because the first thought that I have when I start going down that spiral is, is, you know, I'm not good enough. If I'm not, if I don't wake up every day completely in love with music, then it's not my thing and I shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not true. That's just not the reality. It's, you know, there's going to be parts of whatever you do that you don't enjoy. I think that's like, you know, one of the things that we keep saying on this podcast it's okay if all of it's not enjoyable, you know, you find people that you can partner with to make it more fun. Like I would have never learned all this about social media if we didn't start doing this podcast. Yeah. Just to have Devin here to, to be in it with me and <laughs> for me to, you know, vent to him about what's going on about my problems, editing the podcast and getting everything live on time and getting all the audio in order and stuff. Like he doesn't judge me. And he just says, you know, how can we prevent it in the future? Okay, let's try it next time. Yeah. And we do another episode. We do another episode. And we do another episode. Don't stop because things are holding you back, you know. Yeah. You got to figure out how to just push past it. It's good. It's good. Don't. It's, yeah, I love that. Just have, you know, patience with yourself. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up because you feel a certain way. Because... Everybody knows that you're the only one that has ever, ever felt that way in their entire life. Oh, no, that's not true at all. Yeah. You know, there, everybody deals with discouragement. Everybody deals with unmotivating things. Like I heard the other day, I love this, is that motivation will only get you so far, right? You can't, you're not going to wake up every single day feeling motivated to do something you got to have something deeper discipline yes that's one thing but you also have to have something deeper that moves you on just such a deep level your why yes your why to get you through 
that those 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 days where you're just like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, you dude. know, you've got to have that, you know, because you can only watch so many inspirational YouTube videos. You can only listen to so many people, inspirational speakers before it just gets to the point where you're not motivated, you know, yeah. and you got to be able to tap into that specific, deeper kind of guttural movement. Yeah. That, you, that sounded interesting. <laughs> what's, what's a better way of saying that? Um, That's good. I think. Yeah. I think, you know, it's just, it's it, it. another big thing is work. We all have to work eight hours a day and that will take it out of you. Yep. That might be all you want to do for the day. And uh-huh. it's sometimes it can be really hard to take that extra step to practice playing guitar for two hours. Brianna asked, can people in their 20s learn an instrument? And the answer I'd say is yes, but it requires exactly that. It's mm-hmm. discipline. Yep. You know, to to do it when you don't want to do it. Try to stretch a little bit further than you think you can. Yeah. You know, and if you get in the habit of 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 saying no to that voice that's telling you to to lay down or not do the thing, you know, you have to you have to pull back a step. Right. So that you can be above that voice and you can say no. Uh-huh. And you can and and push yourself to do the thing. Yeah. And then the next time that happens, it's easier. Right. Motivation yeah. is temporary. Your why is forever. That's right. Something like that. That's that was the saying. Find something deeper. Yeah. That pushes you. Yeah, because it's it's forever. You know? You don't have to just be waking up and just waiting for motivation to hit you. Yeah. It's only going to be there for a week. And once the mundaneness of it sets in, well, you're, you're done. I can fix that. <laughs> We got Louis B on this one. Nice. I love this song, dude. Like yeah. the impression on the voice on that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I started hearing all these EDM songs with rap in it. And I was like, Lewis, we got to do something like this. And yeah. he was like, hell yeah. And so he was like writing the verse while I was making the beat. And then we just recorded it, nice. put it out. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he just called earlier in the podcast, but then our camera crapped out. So, yeah. Nice. It. Sorry, Lewis. We're going to have him yeah. on the pod, though. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. Yeah, so I was on the YouTubes today. On the YouTubes. And uh, there's this video that popped up about kind of the fitness industry and where a lot, kind of one of the biggest kind of problems with the fitness industry is that um, this person, right, He's there's this dude. And he's got two videos and he's analyzing these two videos. And uh, this is kind of an older video. It's been out for three months or something. So um, 
but what he, are the videos that he's analyzing? Uh, the videos that he was analyzing have, were, have been out for a long time. There's one of Matt Fraser, which is a crazy, he's the world's fittest man, like nine times or something, you know, CrossFit champion. Right. And, um, just competing on such a high level. He's an animal. And then there's this other dude. I, I don't know who he is, but he's, he's performing an Olympic lift. So a snatch with 400 pounds and the dude can't be more than like 180 pounds, maybe 200. So this dude is snatching, snatching twice his body weight. Can you explain what a snatch is real quick? Okay. So the weight, so a deadlift, right? The, the weight's on the ground. You pick it up. But off this one ground. off the ground in front, of you. in front of you with, so it's, it's a back and hip exercise. Okay. A snatch is an Olympic lift where you, you set up similar to a deadlift and then you do a pull, but then you drive through with the hips and then, then you, that pops the weight up. Then you drop down underneath it and you catch the weight above your head. Oh, so you, Wow. You pull, you snap, you do a snatch, boom, you catch it over the top of your head. You're in the bottom of a squat now with the, the weight of, over the top of your head. And then you, and you, then stand, you stand up. up with it. And that's a complete thing. And this dude is snatching 400 pounds on like an Olympic level. A 180 pound man. Something, 200 maybe. Throwing 400 pounds above his head. Yes, and catching it and then standing up with it. Fuck. It's an insane feat of strength, right? And there's this dude and he's like analyzing this guy and like saying, oh, his knees went valgus, his, his ankles went valgus and his knees came in a little bit and his feet are like, look when he pops and he pops up in the air. And then he starts throwing all these like- The guru, uh, the yeah, genius. The, the genius guy that starts throwing out all these different words. Um, fancy big words. Fancy big words. Like what, what did he call it? Sensory input to the nervous system. And yeah. it's like- yeah what, what are you even talking about, dude? And he's like critiquing him and stuff. And he's, um, you know, talking about all the little issues that are wrong with this dude's snatch. And it's like, okay, first of all, if you, if you have to the weight, all of those problems would probably go away. But seeing that he's competing on such a high level and like expressing these movements at just a ridiculous level, right? Two times the body weight, um, it, anyways, and if you just lowered the weight just a little, like even like took a hundred pounds off of it, all those problems would go away. The reason that he has these issues isn't because that he has problems moving; it's because he's just expressing them at the max level. And you know how it is. If you're going to do a squat and you're going for a, a one rep max, we're not necessarily focusing so much on keeping your form perfect. Sure, you're just trying to get the weight up. But if we don't, if we're not going for a max weight, if we're going for 85% of our max or just like a daily workout, just a daily workout where we're practicing the movements, that, that is where you should be focusing on this. Anyways, that was kind of my annoyance thing. And this other dude, and then he he said the same thing with Matt Fraser. He's, he just got done doing this thing and he's like, oh, look, he walks like a duck and he does. So this guy's being really critical on people's form. He's being really, really critical on this, on these guys' form, and he's just critiquing the crap out of it. And then you go into his website, and he's trying to sell you something. Yeah, you know. And it's just like, okay, first of all, you took this out of context. He's competing. 
he the thing that he's focused on right now is winning. That's sure. the one thing that he's focused on right now. So if you lower the weight a little bit, I'm I'm a hundred percent positive that his form and his you know crappy movement pattern we're talking about would just go away because he lowered the weight. But because we're analyzing his max lift, that is enough to do that. So besides that, people that it's just you got to make you got to understand what the context is right when you're when you're looking at any sort of program when you're looking at somebody's you know ad because there's so many like insta famous um influencer types out there that come up with some complicated sounding wording like <laughs> proprioceptive input to the nervous system. It's like, okay, first of all, now you just said that to make yourself sound smart. Yeah. Right. Um, and then they, they throw around some big words like that. And then they, and they, and then they try to sell you some product telling you that this one thing that they've created, this, this is the key, this yeah. specific input to the nervous system is going to make your proprioception insane and it's like how does, that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> but most people don't know what you're talking about so they just think you're smart and they're gonna buy your product yeah dude right so you have to this just everybody listening do yourself a favor research the people who are actually putting the stuff out look at their before and after pictures and if they're and if they're if th this is the one thing that you got to know if they're saying this one thing that I'm selling right now is going to be the absolute end all be all product run the other way because that's not true. There's no way that that can be true. It can't, it's just not going to happen. You can't have one product that is yeah. going to impact everybody in the entire world. Yeah. The same way. The same way. So if they say stuff like that, make sure you run the other way. Find somebody who is saying that they're going to stuff like, I'm going to make a personalized program specific to you, right? If they yeah. say, buy my prod, my product, my programming that will make you lose weight, don't do it. If they say, I'm going to make you a specific program, that's better. That's much better. That's awesome. So you're just kind of looking for things like that. Look for personalized, look for, you know, created workout program um dude i see that in music a lot i'll bet just like people using big words once they find out the word what the word compression or equalizer means yeah exactly they think they're the, the best yeah and it's 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 so incredibly frustrating because that's what not only does that waste people's money not only does that trick people into like a fault like waste people money it tricks them into a false like sense of um, I know security that okay, finally I found the perfect thing that's going to work for me. Look at all these reviews; it's worked for them, so it's going to work for me. And they think, oh, this is the one. This is the thing that's going to help me get to my goal. This is what's going to finally get that fifty pounds off, and I can yeah. get to that dress that I want to be, you know, wearing again. That dress, and, man. Yeah, that's all I want. That's all I want, bro. <laughs> it's just to wear that dress again. <laughs> And they get all excited, and then they go try the the, the, the workout, 
And it's just totally not written. It's poorly written. It's, it's all got 50 burpees and box jumps and sprints and all this stuff. Yeah. And that's all you're, and you're doing that to exhaustion and that it doesn't work and it doesn't work. Dude, have you ever seen that guy that owns the company Athlean? Yeah, Athlean X. You know that guy? Yeah. You like him? Yeah. You think he, he's smart? He's smart. He doesn't, he doesn't, um, he doesn't BS. Yeah. yeah. He's got some good stuff. Um, he's, he's calling out all those influencers. Nice. Yeah. That's what I hear him doing. Yeah. And he's saying that, cause you know, everybody's like, this is the diet that's going to get you to where you want to be, you know? And then you look at his diet and it's nothing like that. You know, it, it's, it's, it's two things. It's consistent and it's high in protein, you know? And that, that seems to be that uh, kind of a, a good thing to follow. If it's like, if it's consistent and it's and you focus on protein first. That seems to be what what is the the research is supporting these days. Mm. Um, people see um, results from that. Yeah, is is focusing on those two things, and that's what he preaches, you know. And it, it's it's great. It's great. He's um, yeah. So that I like that guy. Mm. Like I, I forget what his name is, but yeah, I can't remember either. Anyways, so. But what I was saying is that people they re, they get these these um um these programs from people that are supposed to guarantee them into a certain position, right? Yeah. To get to where they want to be. And they get their hopes up. They find out that it doesn't work because it's all burpees and sprints. And then their their hopes and dreams get crushed. Yeah. Once again, and it's years if not ever again that they even try, you know. Yeah. And it just pushes them further and further. And it's frustrating because those people, they don't care about the client. They just want to make money. Yeah. And that's all that they want to do. So they're going to they're gonna use all the right words. They're going to use all the flashy media. Yeah. They're going to use all the stuff just to get you to buy right now. Tug on your heartstrings to make you buy now. And then it doesn't work. And you've just, you've lost $300 which is annoying, but the worst, the worst part about that is that it's years and years and years before somebody actually tries to try, gets the courage to try again. Yeah. And that, and that's, and that's not good. Hmm. And unfortunately that is the majority of the fitness industry right now. All these Insta famous people just dude using all the buzzwords. So, and there's also what I've seen happening is guys marketing their workout plan by highlighting the most fun part of it and then using that as their 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 you know luring mechanism right, right. and then like 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 we eat pizza like that's our workout plan we got we got skinny off of eating pizza <laughs> yeah. it's like then you sign up and you find out you have to eat the pizza but you also have to run for 15 minutes a day you have to lift for however long a day mm-hmm. you have to do this and this and this and this and this and this any pill you take any band you wrap around your waist, anything you do to lose weight will not work if it's not accompanied by a workout. There's things you can buy to help you, like CLA, which supposedly targets fat burning in the stomach, thighs, and butt. No? No. 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 That's, that's, if you're already, like I said in the last podcast, if you're already, if you got your sleep dialed in, you got your nutrition dialed in, you've got your workout dialed in, 
and you want to just push it that much further, I don't even know then. I don't even know then. There's very little evidence yeah. to support CLA actually does what it does. Huh. Um, but That's interesting. It, and, if, and if it helps, then yes, it, it's, it's maybe 1% of what you're doing. Dude, you I'm know? glad I didn't talk to you about the supplements I was selling at GNC. <laughs> yeah. Because I was just yeah. bullshitting people, dude. I didn't know. <laughs> Because I, I didn't know anything about supplements. Yeah. I was just repeating what they told me yeah. to say. But It's just marketing, man. Yeah. It's just marketing. Tell them what the customer wants to hear. And that's what a lot of supplement companies do is they just tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. Just to sell the product. And it's that is the biggest culprit of what I'm talking about today is this, the supplement inter- industry. Wouldn't that be nice if, it was, if there was just one magic pill? That would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be really nice. If there was one thing, we do have one fitness question from our fans. Yes. If there was one thing that you wish built muscle but doesn't, what would it be? Drinking Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. I would be so ripped if Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, man. Smoking that, weed. Yeah. My- <laughs> I bet. Yeah, dude. Like, <coughs> that would be. Or vaping. Or vaping. Yeah, that would be so cool if you could just like drink this elixir that tasted like ginseng and raspberry. I don't know what ginseng tastes like. It probably doesn't taste that great. Ras- blue raspberry, you know, if it tasted like that or, you know, bubble gum or something and you could just drink this thing and you'd be shredded and ripped or just smoke smoke weed or something. Bro, everybody would be jacked. Yeah, everybody dude. would be. Um, yeah, there's, no, there's be, no magic though. No, there is no magic, unfortunately. Oh, I mean, there is. It's consistency and good programming. But I mean, that's Tortoise. The, yes, the tortoise wins every time tortoise and all of that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So, so don't listen to these fools. No, don't listen to these fools because there's a, if you, you jump on, their, on their, um, their, their video and it's some dude with abs and he's just shredded. You know, and he's telling you about this program that he's doing that worked for him, so it's always going to work for you. Man, just do yourself a favor, save your money, go somewhere else. Run the other way. And um, yeah, so, all right, guys, well, here's what you got to do, okay? You got to go find us on the social media, give us a follow, and send us your questions. We, we really want to hear you guys' questions. At Podhaven, Austin and Devin on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can also... Send us a tweet at Podheaven AD. Um, and if you watch us on YouTube, make sure you dra- drop us a like, subscribe for more content. So, and as always, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for watching, everybody. This has been episode five. See you next week.